0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Shape the Culture podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly message. Um, every week at shapetheculture.org, we provide you guys with a motivational message every Monday to start your week off right. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for tuning in. I hope that you find our, our creative sermon interesting. I hope you find something that motivates you, motivates you, empowers you, inspires you, and, and gets you to think a little differently. Uh, make sure you subscribe. You can subscribe two ways. You can go on to shapetheculture.org, or you can just text the word SHAPE in all caps to 345345. If you're a continuing listener, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for continuing to tune in. Um, I hope that you continue to find something that empowers you and motivates you. Um, and this week, we're going to get right back into our, our message and our series, Chosen. So we are continuing our series, Chosen. Um, So far in this series, we've looked into the lives of Habakkuk, Moses, and David, um, and their stories have really brought us insight on how we can make the choice to live our lives as chosen people. Um, We've learned the lessons of accepting our vulnerabilities to be victorious and even taking the life of David and looking at how we can look inside of ourselves and defeat our inner demons. Um, And the reason why I chose these stories for this series so far is because no matter what you believe, I believe that these characters show us fundamental lessons we can learn as human beings. Um, For our story this week, we are traveling forward. We are going to go to the New Testament, and we're going to take a look at the life of Jesus once again. Um, And Jesus was so sure that he was chosen, that he declared himself as the son of God. That's that's something that everybody knows. He was so set on his destiny that for the past thousands of years, people have actually debated whether or not he was truly the Messiah. But when we look at Jesus, we really get to learn how to really speak truth to our own individual power. And that's why this message is titled Lamb Talk, because when we learn how to talk like the slain lamb, who is Jesus Christ we will be one step closer to unlocking our full identity. Um, And the verses that we are going to read this week come from the book of Luke. We're going to go to chapter four and they're verses 14 through 21. And the verses read like this. Then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power, reports about him spread quickly through the whole region. He taught regularly in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to the village of Nazareth, His boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of of Isaiah, the prophet, was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. And he read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. This story of Jesus is another one of those tales that illustrates just how confident Jesus really was. Let's think like this was a man who was bold enough to proclaim to the entire world that he was the living son of God, the Messiah. We, we talk about being a chosen people all the time and, and how we all have a purpose, but Jesus was telling people that he had the biggest purpose of all time. Jesus 100% believed that he was sent to be the chosen one. The fact that Jesus was so confident with this claim is what brought him so much opposition. It, it really didn't make sense to the people that he could be so sure that he was the one. And, you know, our human nature seems to contradict this very mentality. Half of the battle we face is actually believing that we have the right to believe in ourselves. And when we think about it, we know that when we have a dream or we really want to accomplish something great, there is always something inside of us telling us that we are wrong. We start to be attacked with these thoughts of doubt. We start telling ourselves to get off of a high horse and be humble. But the truth is, you can be humble and be confident. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit's power, know that you are called, and know what you are created to do. And we see this, we see that this is a fact and a possibility when we look at the life of Jesus. And so one of my favorite things about reading about Jesus is that we always see him living on purpose. That's the first point. Live on purpose. Jesus was always teaching and preaching. That was his ministry. That was his mission. And he didn't stray away from his purpose. I like to take note of this because it reminds me to stay focused on what I'm actually here to do because it's easy to get caught up in attempting to always try new things, to have various skills and crafts, but all that distracts us from our purpose. Our culture tries to tell us that we can do it all. And, you know, the truth, honestly is that you might be able to. But what we have to be able to do is discern what we actually want to do and what makes us feel purposeful. See, because me, myself, I'm somebody that loves to try new things. Really, I'll wake up one day and I might feel like taking up photography. The next day, I might want to paint. And then I'll decide I want to invest my time in cooking. But when I start to spread myself too thin and invest time in activities that don't make me feel purposeful, and don't really give me pleasure and make me feel like I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I really start noticing how much time I'm wasting. Because it's okay to have hobbies and interests, but not everything has to be our thing. You have to decide to live on purpose. You have to be intentional with your actions and move forward in a direction that really aligns with your spirit. And this is why Jesus could look in the look the crowd in the eye and say so so surely that the scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day because Jesus was focusing his time and energy to living on purpose. He was spreading the message that was meant for him to spread. And there was no confusion about who Jesus was and what he was on earth to do. From the very start, we we can read that Jesus had every intention to live out his purpose. He was so set on doing this that the only direction that he allowed himself to move was forward when you really think about it. And this is inspiring to me because our intentions should provide us with direction. That's the second point. Jesus was set on being the son of God. He wanted nothing else and he pursued literally no other option. And for this to happen, there was a message that he knew he had to spread and obstacles he knew he had to overcome. Knowing this, Jesus was able to plan his steps accordingly. When we read Jesus reading the scripture in the synagogue, we, we, we know that the, these came from an earlier prophet before his time. He was reading from the book of Isaiah, which would have been written way before Jesus was born and came into the picture. And what he was doing was Jesus was letting the people know that he, he had come to fulfill what God had spoke to the people long ago and do what was placed on his heart. He was not here to do anything else. And by doing this, Jesus provided the people with the blueprint for what he was actually about to go do. He was letting them, he was letting them know that he lived in a mentality that was literally 10 steps ahead. Everything had already had already been written. Now Jesus just had to walk it out. And this is powerful to me because I really aspire to be somebody that's so confident in who I am and what I'm here to do that I can speak it without thinking twice. We can have all the best intentions. We can want to help provide and save, but to really make all of our dreams come true, we have to have direction. Nothing gets done without having direction. Direction is the that vital ingredient in the recipe for success that we cannot afford to leave out. If we don't have direction, all we have is intentions, and that doesn't necessarily equate to impact. Let's take a look again at what Jesus said he was here to do. He said he was here to bring good news to the poor, proclaim that captives will be will be released, that he will make the blind see, the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And you know, after Jesus said this, he went and did it. But the most important part of all of this is that the spirit of the Lord was upon him. See, Jesus understood the power that comes with accepting your anointing, and then he demonstrated to us that you can't accept your anointing without accepting yourself. And see, my third point point is, is that your truth is what will bring you your power. It's not about being the greatest or the best. It's not about doing the most or reaching the most people. Even Jesus himself stayed inside his own territory and couldn't even travel back home as we read because of the the hate that he was receiving, the opposition. It's about doing what you feel inside of you. It's about figuring out exactly how you want to live and why you want to live that way, and then providing yourself with the direction to do it. Being the Messiah was not a glorious career choice for Jesus. It didn't make him king. Instead, what it did was make him the most hated in the world. And he spent a life traveling around on foot, being mobbed by crowds, and ended up dead on the cross, ultimately. But Jesus spoke his truth before anything else. That's what he was committed to. He spoke with a confidence and a belief in himself that could not be wavered for anything or anybody. Jesus had the faith to overcome all his obstacles and move the mountains of doubt, worry, and fear inside of himself. Jesus was a walking miracle because by speaking speaking his truth, he was empowered for his whole life. And It takes courage to speak our truth. Our culture wants us to be like everybody else. We're pushed to fall into the lies that society tells us and to chase dreams that sometimes are not really for us because we're always digesting these images and these, these ways of life that we feel like will make us successful. That's not always the route that's for us and where we're supposed to do and what we're supposed to do, where we're supposed to go. But when we look inside of ourselves and discover what we want for ourselves truly, and then we stick to that, we're given a new perspective on life. We start to realize that the only thing that's important is living out the life made for us. And the truth is that we can all speak like the Lamb of God. We can all uncover our own truths and live our lives purposefully. Jesus was correct when he said the Lord's favor is here and the spirit of the Lord is upon and inside all of us. That is truth. Your truth is going to bring you your power. That, that's really what I want everybody to get away from this message of, of lamb talk. I, when we talk about being chosen, it, it starts with us, and it starts with the way we talk about ourselves when we talk about what we want, who we are, and what we believe in. Um, find confidence in being you and, and sticking to that and and projecting that into the world with your self-talk and when you talk to others. Don't feel ashamed for not necessarily wanting what the world wants or, or feeling like you have this big purpose and, you, and you're called to do great things. That's for you. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Like I said, I hope you found something that that makes you feel empowered, that leaves you feeling inspired. Uh make sure you you share with a friend. Each one, teach one is the model that we follow at Shape the Culture. Uh, make sure, sure you subscribe. You can go to Um, And thank you for those who have been leaving me comments, feedback, constructive criticism, ratings. It's really appreciated. I can't thank you enough. If you haven't yet, make sure you do drop me a comment, leave me a rating. Um, I love you all and I'll talk to you next week.